it's super important that all creative has clear call to action messaging. And what I mean by that, for mobile app campaigns, it needs to be download now. Start your free trial now. We really need to identify that we can't use brand messaging because this is not a brand campaign that should be running in silo or that should be running at the same time as the UA strategy because that supports our performance as well. Hi there. Welcome back to CC Talks. Here's your host, Ilaria Severi, the head of marketing and communications and creative studio here at Creative Clicks. In our podcast series, we talk about topics regarding social media, performance marketing, online advertising, marketing trends, and must know, together with special guests and experts in the field. But we also often talk about our company, Creative Clicks, the opportunity here, the business here, and much more. In today's episode, we're going to discuss mobile app campaigns, key requirements for a successful mobile app campaign, and some best practices. And for this, we have invited an expert in mobile app marketing, actually our very own VP mobile marketing, EMEA, Donna McNeilis, who has over 18 years of experience in the digital uh, space and just under and saying just under 10 years in mobile marketing. Donna joined our company in February this year to help grow the EMEA mobile team. Uh, Donna's experience before joining CC has been a mix of performance networks, affiliate agencies, and most recently, global wide media. But without further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hey, Donna, how are you? Hey, Ilaria, I'm good. Really, really happy to be here and chatting to you today. So nice to have you for the first time in our podcast and also nice to have you as a almost new joiner of Creative Clicks. I know. God, I've been here nearly four months now, but it's gone so quickly. I already feel part of the family, which is, you know, what everybody wants when you start a new role. But yeah, really enjoying the company, loving the people and everything about the business. That's great to hear. About our topic of today, let's start with a little bit of basics. So for those who do not know much about mobile app marketing and campaigns, could you tell us a bit more what this is about? Absolutely. So mobile really has been growing steadily, I would say, for the last 15 years. Over the last 10, from what I've seen in my own career, it's really grown at a much faster pace. And I think mobile apps have really played a key part in that. Advertisers have recognized the benefits of having a mobile app. They can really tailor messaging to their customers. They can earn revenue within an app, obviously in-app marketing and presenting adverts which are relevant for their customer as well. So there could be a synergy between their own brand or their own content and another advertiser. An example of that would be if you were selling suitcases within your app, booking.com could be relevant because people are interested in travel, etc. So it's really opened up the opportunities for an advertiser, but also opened up many benefits for the users themselves. They really feel safe. I'm talking from experience here, obviously, as well as a customer. When I shop or I'm reading content within an app, I feel more confident that the details that I'm being presented with are true and I'm not being misled. Whereas I think when you're browsing on a normal desktop search, I think you could be exposed to a little bit more, you know, dubious or questionable information. So I think it's also beneficial for the user, especially in terms of how they operate and what they're getting from the experience. 
Yeah, I get it. Absolutely. So let's say for those that were listening and maybe they want to start their marketing strategy also in app or those that are already running mobile app campaigns, what are the key requirements based on your extensive experience for a successful mobile app campaign? And where should our listeners start if they want to run this kind of campaigns? Well, they need to come to Creative Clicks, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> to deal with people like ourselves, we are offering every advertiser a huge amount of experience, knowledge, and really trusted insight into what works and what doesn't. We naturally are following trends within the industry. So all of the team who, from what I understand, everybody's got at least two years experience. The business itself has been around for since 2009. So there is so much value add there for any advertiser that is interested in partnering with an extension of their marketing team, such as Creative Click. So I think that's first and foremost is super important to flag. In terms of requirements, there's a bunch. I won't go over every single one of them, but what things that I typically would say to an advertiser was really come with a flexible mindset because mm. like any new partnership, it's about testing, it's about conversation and it's about sharing of ideas. And when we're talking about performance marketing, there's also a third entity within the mix and that is the publisher. The publisher will always come with ideas on what they truly believe will make the conversions happen and how they can get the campaign to work more effectively. So I always recommend that we come with a flexible approach and a realistic understanding of also the testing phase. Testing would typically happen over a period of about four to six weeks. There's many reasons for that. A key example would be we could launch the campaign on a Monday and publishers will tell us that they're going to launch, but they don't launch until the Thursday or the Friday. So already we're a week behind. And that's not because they don't care about the campaign. They're prioritizing within their own businesses about how they launch and what they need to set up in terms of internal requirements. Mm. So that is super key to remember. We will need access to their MMP, which is their mobile tracking solution. And we will need access to event data. Now, what mm. we mean by event data, that is giving us the insight on how the users that we're driving are performing. So if it is a streaming client or actually a gaming client would be a better example. And they tend to look at day seven retention rate, day 14 and day 30. We would need to be exposed to that data so that we can optimize in real time. So that is a crucial part of the partnership. Then I would say creative. So having a range of creatives with different messaging would be super important because as I mentioned, you know, the first four to six weeks is our testing phase. And that's where we can check the messaging, the call to action, and find out what's actually working, driving revenue and responses from new customers. Because we're a new partnership. It's about not understanding what has worked historically, but also opening hopefully some new doors to what could work in the future. I believe online marketing changes so fast that what used to work maybe a few months ago is not working anymore, right? And then what might work now, it's something that you just found out that you would have not expected probably like a year ago. Absolutely, yeah. And it, this is the exciting part of the industry that we see change all the time. Not all of them are positive change. Sometimes they're challenges, but this is what makes us robust. This is what makes us insightful. 
And this knowledge is what we can bring and this is our value add to an advertiser. But also it's understanding the direction of the industry and mm. what it can offer and, you know, the growth opportunities within that. You say that normally it takes like four to six weeks to really understand the data and collect data and understand how to make the most out of the campaign. So my question would be, what is the ideal lifetime of a campaign? How many weeks should it be live? There isn't really a cap on when or how long something should be live. But within mobile app marketing, there is a growth period and then there's saturation. I think if we look at campaigns like TikTok, which were huge throughout the COVID year or years, they were at the growth stage. So they were driving, pushing hard with a variety of different channels, including UA. And for two years solidly, they took over market share in terms of the amount of downloads that were happening in comparison to other social platforms during that time. Now they've plateaued because they've really captured all of their core audience. Yeah. Those who are interested in that product, they've got the app already. I don't have it, but <laughs> I'm always tempted to download it because I am uh, an Instagram girl. But in terms of the younger audience, which is their core, they do say that the average age is 20 to 40, but I think it is a little bit wider than that. But yeah, currently that particular app is going through the saturation stage. So that does happen to many, many advertisers. And I think where there's growth opportunity is if there's a change in the product, Uber added Uber Eats, Uber Bikes, that is an opportunity to then invest again in the UA channel because the offering is slightly changed or if they are moving into new markets. So if they need, are moving into LATAM, for instance, then a partner like us could help them with that strategy and really hit the ground running with the, the amount of data that we would have captured in other markets as well. Okay, got it. Then another question would be up marketing. It's so big in terms of also the kind of industries that we can talk about, right? Because it can be, there are any source of apps nowadays. So from fintech, e-com, traveling, dating, food delivery, taxi apps, clothing, social apps. So my question is, how do different industries require, if they do, different approaches to mobile app marketing? There is definitely differences, but... I always feel that each advertiser needs to have a unique strategy. And when we win a new client, we have to look at it as an individual client and not think, okay, well, we got similar brands to work, so we can definitely yeah. do this. Because each advertiser has its own needs. The brand awareness could be different. Their USPs could be different. And it's just taking into account all of those entities, which can have a huge effect on the outcome in terms of the revenue that we can drive or the users, the volume of users that we can drive. So I would always say that we need to look at it on a unique basis. What I will say is that typically within fintech or banking, there is requirements, legal requirements for those types of businesses. So they have to use language in a particular way. So they need to be super cautious with what they are adding to their creatives. So on their banners. And that is why it's essential that they provide all of that information to us, all that creative set to us. Nobody else should be creating anything outside of what the client provides, typically because there is so much regulation associated with that industry. 
Another example would be the health and beauty sector. We shouldn't and can't, we don't allow any like outlandish promises. If you put this gel on your hand, we're going to lose 48 pounds in the next two weeks. So as a, um, a middle entity within a marketing strategy where we provide the traffic, we need to also support what is the messaging which we're providing to our potential users and making sure that we guide publishers and advertisers on what is right and what is allowed. Because there's also regulations in certain countries with the content that is within the banners, for instance, and we need to adhere to those rules as well. Yeah, makes sense. And could you tell us, based on your experience running so many different campaigns throughout all these years, uh, some general best practices for mobile app campaigns? Absolutely. I've touched on a few already, but just to add to what I've shared, I would say it's super important that all creative has clear call to action messaging. And what I mean by that, for mobile app campaigns, it needs to be download now, start your free trial now. We really need to identify that we can't use brand messaging because this is not a brand campaign. That should be running in silo or that should be running at the same time as the UA strategy because that supports our performance as well. But the messaging is completely different. Brand will have just typically some USPs or, you know, what the business is about. But the UA, the user acquisition channel needs to have an action and that is tell the user what they need to do. Sign up today, download now. So that's super important. An understanding of the user profile, the average user profile is really key to share with Creative Clicks. We can target top line. And what I mean by that is probably demographic details such as age, location, top line interests that we can overlay that with certain publishers. So having that information really helps us hit the ground running with the initial launch. And then over time, obviously with more data being gathered, then we can actually see if there's other segmented groups that we should be appealing to or that we should be targeting as well. So there could be growth um, opportunities out of that. Strong user flow within the app. So if we're asking users to purchase, we want to make that as simple as possible. We don't yeah. want them clicking in 10 different directions to get to the page where they can actually check out. One key thing as well is promotions. You, I think as a, a customer, myself as a customer, whenever we see a promotion, it rings a bell in our mind. We're like, do we need this? Should we try this? Streaming clients are very good at offering free trials. And it's a win-win situation for a new customer. They will try it. If they like it, then they will sign up and be a valued customer for X number of months. So if we can get a promotion at the launch, that will really accelerate the launch strategy, but also the performance from that point. Okay. So you briefly mentioned it earlier about Creative Clicks and the experience that we bear within the company. And we are indeed experts in mobile app marketing. And I think you just have shown that by telling <laughs> us all these amazing key elements that we need to consider, all the best practices, which if you are probably already in this business for a while, they may sound obvious, but they're not actually. And also because mobile app is such, well, not really a niche anymore, but it's not the whole marketing. So still, we need specialists in this to really know what to do and how to work with data and how to make the best out of them and improve the campaign results. How can Creative Clicks help other companies reach their goals in this field? 
I always see creative clicks as when an advertiser partners with us, we essentially are an extension of their marketing team. We take yeah. on their objectives and we're Absolutely. working. Yeah, we're working to their goals. If they tell us that they want to grow by 20% in the UK by the end of year, then that's the focus and that's the goal that we're going to work towards. So I don't know if anybody doesn't know, but we are a performance solution. So we don't earn any money unless we are actually driving an action. So we're as keen as the advertiser to see results. And we will do our utmost to make sure that we deliver value add and long-term good quality users across the board. Mm -hmm. So adding a partner like us, we're going to assist in any way we can, but it's a quick win for an advertiser because of the experience that we bring to the table. So we will always provide insight and guidance, also utilizing past experience with similar campaigns and identifying some of the publishers that could and potentially would work for this particular advertiser. And that would be a short-term strategy. There would be short and long-term goals here. And initially within the testing phase, it really is just about understanding how people interact with the app, what type of creative messaging we need to use, and also understand what the client wants out of the partnership as well, because that initial period is super insightful with understanding all of those elements. Relationships and trust is super key in any partnership. And every account manager here is working on accounts that have been in the business for many years. People typically don't stay with a business if they're not delivering results and if the relationship is not healthy and consistent as well. So I think that also speaks volumes in terms of like how we function as a business and what we offer. Yeah, definitely. At the end of the day, it's uh, first of all about creating strong relationships because it needs to feel good, right? As is an agency, but also the client needs to feel good with us and be open to really express what their needs are, what the expectations are. That's the first step. And then we bring in the knowledge and the expertise. Well, Donna, thank you so much for being with us today. If there is anything else you'd like to add, otherwise, this is it for today? Well, I would just add that if there's any advertisers listening out there, don't waste any time. Please do email me. I'm here to help and super keen to uh, even just have a conversation about any current questions or queries that you might have about mobile app marketing. Indeed. Go to Donna and you won't regret it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Donna. And thanks to all our listeners for choosing us again as your marketing podcast. If you have not done it yet, make sure to subscribe to CC Talks on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and to follow Creative Clicks on social media you'll find us on instagram linkedin facebook and should you have any questions regarding mobile app marketing or would you like to reach out to dana you can do so at our email dana.mcneelis at creativeclicks.com i will just spell for you her first name and her surname d-o-n-n-a dana dot mcneelis m-c-n-e-l-i-s Thank you so much and till next time.